Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your Property News Live. Chancellor Rishi Sunak will announce government spending plans for the next 12 months on November the 25th and he already has a wish list from landlords. Now the NRLA, the National Residential Landlords Association, have given some consideration ahead of the review and it says that the Boris Johnson administration must follow the example of Wales and develop a system of hardship loans to help tenants cover COVID-19 related arrears. Now specifically, NRLA are calling for interest-free government guaranteed loans for tenants affected by coronavirus. These should be paid directly to landlords and should cover all arrears accumulated since the start of the pandemic. Next on the list is income support for landlords to cover arrears where affected tenants either refuse to apply for a loan or where loans are not best suited for them. Also, reforms to the welfare system to give both landlords and tenants confidence that payments will cover their basic housing cost. The NRLA has also made it clear that any move to increase capital gains tax would be a mistake on the part of the government, with research showing this would only serve to freeze the rental market, making life more difficult for tenants. Mira Chinduri, Deputy Director for Policy and Campaigns for NRLA, says... Landlords are not property tycoons and the vast majority have just one or two properties which they often rely on for at least a part of their income or pension. All of our research shows that in the vast majority of cases where tenants have struggled financially due to COVID-19, landlords have done everything they can to sustain the tenancies. Next on today's list, South Tyneside Council is considering a selective licensing in two areas of South Shields and looks likely to ignore its own consultation results. The license for landlords would come with a number of conditions described by the council as ensuring accommodation was of a high standard and well managed. The authority continues The scheme would hold landlords and tenants more accountable for the care and cleanliness of the accommodation and surrounding areas, issues which currently incur significant costs to the council in order to manage. Formal consultation was carried out earlier this year with letters sent to over 4,000 households. Landlords and businesses in the proposed area as well as drop-in sessions and presentations at landlord forums. The council received 49 responses, 25 objected to the scheme. All who objected were either landlords or landlords who also live in the affected areas. Councillor Mark Walsh, the lead member of the Authority for Housing and Transport, says the private rented sector plays an important role in South Tyneside's housing market, but some areas present challenges where properties have been subject to neglect or leading to increased antisocial behaviour. Introducing selective licensing 
in these zones will give the council a tool to tackle some of the worst privately rented accommodation in the borough in a coordinated and adequately resourced way alongside engaging proactively with landlords and improving relationships. It would help provide tenants with a greater choice of safe, good quality and well-managed accommodation and turnover and the number of empty properties would be reduced. The council has 54 seats, 48 are held by Labour. Just under half of landlords say they intend to make energy improvements to their properties as part of the government's Green Homes Grant Scheme. In a survey carried out on behalf of Paragon Bank, 45% of landlords said they will take up the offer of up to 5000 covering two-thirds of the cost of insulation or upgrades to glazing and heating. However, landlords still to apply shouldn't hang around, with so many landlords planning on taking advantage of the scheme and only 650,000 vouchers available for both owner-occupiers and landlords, demand is set to be high. In addition, vouchers must be redeemed and improvements completed by March 31st next year. The work must be carried out by a Trustmark registered installer who is also registered with the scheme. This is leading to concerns around the availability of the limited number of installers that can complete the work. It's fantastic to see that such large numbers of landlords are planning on making their properties more efficient and doing this with the help of government subsidy benefits the landlord themselves, their tenant and the environment. Now, that is from Richard Roundtree, Paragon's Mortgages Managing Director. So folks, don't hang around. There is a small window of opportunity here. If you are eligible for the Green Homes Grant Scheme, then it will close on March the 31st next year. Next today, Chancellor, again, Rishi Sunak, has been told to avoid a stamp duty holiday cliff edge next March at any price because it could be devastating for agents and consumers. An open letter signed by many key industry figures urges the government to reconsider its hard deadline on both the stamp duty holiday and the help to buy scheme, both of which will end on March the 31st. Signatories include the British Association of Removers, NAEA Property Mark, the Guild of Property Professionals, Purple Bricks, the Residential Property Surveyors Association, the Conveyancing Association, the Society of Licensed Conveyancers, Property Consultant Kate Faulkner, the House Buying and Selling Group Conveyancing Company Simplify and Landmark. They tell Sunak that the deadline is putting the housing market infrastructure under huge pressure with most parts of the process under strain, even now five months ahead of the deadline. Operational constraints in all areas of the home buying industry caused by the disruption brought by COVID-19 and the current advice to work at home where possible have seen average property transaction times lengthen from 12 weeks to a staggering 20 weeks. 
We are concerned that consumers continue to offer on properties expecting to benefit from the stamp duty land tax rate reduction, but in reality, they may be too late. The letter calls for a six-month extension on the stamp duty holiday to next September and for measures to be introduced that would taper the end of the holiday rather than let it run to a so-called cliff edge. In a separate statement, the chief executive of NAEA Property Mark, Mark Hayward, one of the signatures on the Sunak letter says, the joint letter sent to the Chancellor today is an important step in protecting those in the process of buying or selling a house that might miss the 31st of March stamp duty deadline because of increased pressure on service providers within the industry, which is causing delays for buyers and sellers in the sector. The boom caused by the stamp duty holiday has been hugely beneficial for the housing market. However, the stamp duty cliff edge on the 31st of March could cause thousands of sales to fall at the final hurdle and have a knock-on and drastic effect on the market, which has recovered well from the COVID slump. There you have it, folks. That is your Property News Live update. Please do head over to the review button on the platform that you listen to the news feed and leave me a great review. That would be awesome. And until tomorrow, I'll be back, same time. Don't forget to have some fun.